In everyone's career, there's three things you're going to face, fire, downsize, or layoff. So then the question becomes, well, what am I going to do when I get to a certain point and maybe I don't want to go up any higher? Mm -hmm. Or I realize that if I do go make that move, I'm going to sacrifice even more than I already have. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Content Creators University. For those of you who do not know me, my name is JP Hatech. I am a cinematographer, software developer, and branding expert. After several years in the industry, I've decided to open this digital master school to help any content creator level up and impact in this world with the things and tools that we need. As we understand technology is what this is all about, and technology is always, always growing. So this is a platform that's going to teach us the things that we need to understand to keep keep growing, to keep impacting, and to keep evolving so that we can be the best version of ourselves and truly, truly get the things that we need to take our endeavors, our businesses, our vision to the destination it needs to get. So welcome, buckle up uh, for this episode. Let's get started. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Chris, man. I want to first say thank you, thank you, and thank you again for accepting the invite. Booking it, scheduling this show, been looking forward to that. And one thing folks don't know, we're talking about backstage, is that you were traveling, right? My community did, they didn't know you were traveling. And this is your first live show, literally, of the boat. How does it feel, man? Man, dude, I got so much to say. It's, it's, we don't have enough time. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> caught a red eye. Uh, midnight Vegas time, uh, flew back home, got back here about 725 this morning. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I'm, first of all, I'm appreciative. This is a great platform. And what's cool is, you know, sometimes you don't realize what you're building is the foundation that other stuff will stand on. But a lot of people have to remember and go, who was the archetype? Where, where did it start? And a lot of people gonna have to come back to what you're building here. So I'm just, man, I'm Ooh. grateful to be a part of uh, uh, what you're building. But then also to know that like you have something that's like literally becoming a foundation that I think even companies at some point are gonna have to take a look and go, how do we do that with what he did? Because it meant to it, that man. Great. Amen to that. I receive every single word, man. I appreciate that. I really, really do. Uh, for the folks that are listening, man, they're like, who is this guy? JP seems to be excited about. Please take a minute, introduce yourself. Let him know who you are and why you're so amazing, man. Absolutely. My name is Chris Williams. I am the host of the podcast, The World According to Chris, where I help successfully discontent corporate professionals build faster and better side businesses. Uh, I built my first side business. Uh, to six figures in the first year, almost $200,000. And then I learned that, hey, other people need to learn how to do this too. And so I started mm -hmm. teaching people how to do that and uh, became a side business coach uh, and been able to do that for now for the last four and a half, five years. Um, married to my lovely, incredible wife, Dr. Tamara Williams. Uh, she is an owner of a, uh, her own company. She's been an entrepreneur for now the last 13 years. She owns a strategic advising firm. She does advising for technology companies. So Microsoft, Google, Facebook, you name it. Uh, she's working with them. And so small companies and big companies alike. So, you know, just as a family, I got two boys in high school. I got one literally graduating <laughs> the week of this actually airing, like right now, this Saturday. So wow, uh, congratulations. In my world, man, lots of transition. But man, I'm a family man. I'm a house guy. I, lo I love, love my family. I love to travel with my wife. Um, and just like making a bigger impact too. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, especially post pandemic, I think we've, uh, we've taken probably more than two steps backwards, uh, mm -hmm. and not enough people really believe that they can actually make something significant. And so, uh, I appreciate people like yourself, you know, and, and others, I always tell people all the time, like, you got to realize if you own a business right now and you're still up, you literally survived one of the worst things in human history. You're winning. <laughs> Like you're winning. Like I don't care. You're winning, right? Um, and so you know, I'm just I, I'm grateful and 
glad to be able to do what I do and really help a lot of people have the light bulb come off of them to realize just how valuable their own skill set is in the marketplace. Wow, that's that's fire, man. Just the intro, folks, I've been telling you. Be ready. Be ready. This show's about to be jam-packed. Uh, he, he gets paid the big bucks for this, man. So let, let, let's get whatever we can get out of him today. Uh, and I'm excited about it, man. Thank you so much for that introduction. And I know some folks already listening to this or watching this podcast will be like, man, I'm also a, a podcaster. I'm also a content creator. I'm also, um, you know, desiring to grow or build my business and hit that six, seven figure, just like you did, right? And I wonder how he did because I hear a lot of folks they said, I've done it, right? I've done it. How did they do it? Well, before we dive into all of that and why it's so important to actually build a side business, if you don't have one and you have a nine to five, before we dive into that, we have some fun questions that we like asking our guests just to learn to know a little more about you, more than the, the, the traditional interview, right? So the first right. question we have for you is, okay, if you were a superhero, Chris, who will, who will the superhero be? And why? Man, what superhero would I be? Um, I would have to say it would definitely probably have to be um, probably like a, a Black Adam or a Doctor Strange. Because hmm. at, at a certain point, I think in all of our lives, you you run into the limits of your uh, talent mm -hmm. and the unlimited potential of your ability. And some people choose to cross over into that and others kind of shy away from it because they want to stay comfortable. And if you just think about like even with the movie and just, you know, some of the other stuff like Doctor Strange went further than most people would have gone after mm -hmm. he had his moment, right? His traumatic accident, right? Those types of things. He went beyond traditionally what he knew, which tapped him into an unlimited potential. And that to me is like a, is a, that's why I would pick Dr. Strange. <laughs> and that's fire right there. Because in order for him to be able to tap into his, newest potential or right, that that amazing potential that he didn't know he, he he will have been able to tap into he had to really force himself right be uncomfortable push yeah. himself to a almost a breaking point right simply because he believed he had a unique aptitude and mm -hmm. once he did that that unlocked something that gave him the edge over the competition that's fire man what you're saying love it love it love it man okay so now next question for you is if you were to meet today if you were to meet your 25 year old self what would be that one major advice you'll give him and why wow uh i'm 39 now at 25 life was very interesting here's what i would say <laughs> I would say, Chris, you have the resolve that is going to be needed for a lot of people because there's lots of people who need leadership. They're not willing mm. yet to admit it. So you have to be the strong person. You have to go further than most of your circle. You have to get outside of what you know right now. Mm -hmm. And that's going to put you in some very unknown, uncomfortable spaces. You will lose a lot of the people that you know today. But what you will gain in the long run is one of the best things ever. But the only way you get there is you got to be quickly willing to let go of what you know right now. It is oh, impossible wow. for you to amass the relationships, the depth of those relationships, mm -hmm. the network that you have um the the potential uh collaborations the business partners um it's going to be impossible with your current knowledge let go of your ego you don't know everything mm. but somebody out there does and you got to give them the space in your mind 
to do what my business coach likes to say, rearrange some furniture up there mm -hmm. to show you just how good you actually already are. And then let somebody guide you to your unlimited potential. I hope you guys are taking note, man. You have power. You are a voice to listen to. And at the same time, make room to grow. Mm -hmm. That's the philosophy of our, our show here, man. We always are looking for ways to grow, which is the reason why we call every single guest our professors. So that is fantastic. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Um, you are for our professor today, man. Um, one last thing I want to ask you is, man, what will be in a, in a different life, right? If you weren't doing what you're doing today, what will be a career that most people didn't know you would be interested in? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Man, a career I would be most interested in. Um, I think, honestly, it would probably be something like hospitality. Wow. And I think it's because anywhere my wife and I go, I am amazed at some of the people and the level of service you get in places that here sometimes in America, we're too prideful and too arrogant to actually give to each other. Hmm. And I think I like, like I, I gotta, I'll literally give you two names, Mario and Omar, uh, two resorts that my wife and I frequent who we've met and literally built personal relationships with. And it's, and it's mainly because one, they taught me something that I prop that I didn't know already. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Omar taught me like some basic foundations about cricket. I don't watch cricket. It's not my sport, but his joy of it intrigued me, right? His ability to be able to serve people who are coming from all around the world mm -hmm. and just the amount of people you meet and the stories you, you hear, I think it's fascinating when you work in hospitality, right? And there's some premier versions now of hospitality, right? That you can have, right, and then right, there's, right. you know, just basically meeting somebody at a at a hotel. But I, I think I think it would be probably something in hospitality, just because one, I have a heart to serve, I, I enjoy that, and it would probably be like the cross between hospitality and and building an organization where uh, we're really after the economic development of a of probably a a city or a country and then figuring out how do you put that on repeat for any other place that is, you know, oh, unable man. to find it within themselves. Well, that's where the secret sauce is, right? Once you, you can, you know, automatize that and duplicate that, put on repeat yeah. and you, you know, you know, you, you found, you found an engine uh, to win <laughs> without yep. you having to be in the equation. So that's, that's fantastic. So let's dive into today's conversation, right? We're talking about building a side business. And you even have a challenge going on, but we'll talk about that in, in, in a little bit. Um, because first we want to, you know, we want to grasp the concept of why is that even important, right? Why is it even important for somebody that has a full-time job or a part-time job, but a nine to five, right? To even think of starting a side business. I mean, before we even answer that question, let me ask you this so that we can lay that foundation. According to you, what is the meaning of a side business? Yeah, that's a great question and a great place to start because I think uh, context is everything, right? Mm -hmm. So, man, 2018, I was, I was coming off of my second layoff in corporate America. Um, I was about three years removed from that last one. And here's the thing that I didn't understand. The first layoff I got, I was actually out of town delivering a huge presentation for leadership. Uh, I had to be out of town on the corporate dime, go deliver this install for a technology piece with all of these leaders, all of these folks, only to walk into a room right after that. 
and be told, I'm sorry, but we're letting you go effective immediately. Please leave all of your work wow. stuff here and go back home. Wow. That experience of I'm riding a high of delivering something at the highest point of my career at mm -hmm. that time to them being dropped to the lowest point in less than 30 minutes that you're being laid off. And by the way, I was two and a half hours away from home, which means I had to drive home in tears, upset, wow. not knowing what to do at the time. I was making about $87,000 in my career. Two weeks later, I'm working a job, a uh, retail clothing factory, making about $9.13. So the the most the best and worst thing happened at the same exact time mm -hmm. right so for me and i still didn't learn from that first one i hopped back on the engine again and thought <laughs> everything was good and end up getting laid off a second time so and i've been working for this company since like 2004 and so the issue was what I didn't realize, and this is what my wife helped me realize, she's been an entrepreneur for pretty much her whole entire career. She left a high paying executive role to start out on her own because she understood something that just took, you know, some of us as men, takes a little while longer, but she understood something that I didn't. Sometimes, well, for many of us, I would say this, many of us are grossly underestimating our value in the marketplace. And for a while, your corporation, the company you get hourly wages from or salary mm -hmm. kind of um, locked people away from that, right? Until technology made it possible for you to literally take what you know right now and go create something on the side that could generate you more money. Because whether we like it or not, here's the truth. In everyone's career, there's three things you're going to face. Fire, downsize, or layoff. Happens to all of us. Mm -hmm. The question is, when it happens to you, not if, but when it happens to you, especially for those of us that are climbing up the ladder, there's only but so many spots when you get close right, to the top. Right, okay? right. <laughs> right. So then the question becomes, well, what am I going to do when I get to a certain point and maybe I don't want to go up any higher. Mm -hmm. Or I realize that if I do go make that move, I'm going to sacrifice even more than I already have. I'm going to lose more time with my children. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start having even more of a gap of separation with my spouse. Right? And so some of us, that's why I call it successfully discontent. So when I talk about a side business, I don't mean a side hustle. See, a hustle is still trading your time for money, but now you're doing it at your day job and now you picked up maybe a second job. Here's the truth of the matter. You're gonna make less money on the second job and be even more tired from working both. Whoo! So now what do you do, right? So I'll mm -hmm. give you a perfect example. JP. Let's say there's a restaurant in your in your area, Nashville, right? Like what's the, what's the, what's, the, what's a great restaurant there in Nashville? Man, howdy bees, man. Howdy bees, let's go. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're looking for sponsorship because we just mentioned y'all names. So come holler at us. Anyway, <laughs> so let's say at Heidi B's, right? I decide uh, I'm going to take up a, a side hustle. Well, I'm going to come bartend there. Most people mm -hmm. will side hustle bartend. Why? I want to take a beach trip this summer, trying to pay off some debt. I want to, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's just, you know, I need a little extra income because right now maybe my, my salary role or my hourly job just ain't cutting it, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, there's only about 24 hours in a day. There's only one you, right? But what happens when you've met that goal? What happens when you got the money that you needed to pay for your car repairs, to buy that trip, to you know do whatever it is you're gonna do? What happens? You pull out of the job, that second job, and now the money mm -hmm. stops flowing. But for you as a bartender, the money stopped flowing. You know who it didn't stop flowing for? The owner of the restaurant of Holly Bees. Yep. Why? Because he has a real business. He has a business that generates revenue. 
frequently. Mm -hmm. He can go take a vacation and come back and still make money. Mm -hmm. That's why I teach people the difference between building a hustle, which, by the way, all of us learn how to hustle at some point. You should mm -hmm. learn how to hustle. It is a um, foundational understanding of what your grit, resolve, abilities, and talent can can get you out in the marketplace. I think I think it's a it's the floor for building a business, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of people find out they're good at something, they got a knack for something. Like you picked up a camera one day, and you mm -hmm. were like, "Oh shoot, I actually like this." But you was working your job, right? Mm -hmm. Until one day you figured out, wait a second, there's other components to this thing more than a camera that really incorporate me building a business behind it, right? And so that's the difference. I coach people on how to build a real business, a, a money generating revenue business that you can do while you're working your day job. And here's the cool part. The intangibles that you learn from building a side business will 10X your career. Ask me how I know. How do you know? So started building my my side business and quickly like my first my first check for my side business was seven thousand five hundred eight dollars. It's my mm -hmm. first check. Okay. And I was like, hold on a second. Now, there are some things that most people don't understand. You don't have to go out here and create a product or service. You can attach yourself to certain partnerships. You can you can find companies that already have successful products, right? And choose mm -hmm. to start there. Some people, and, and so some people say, well, Chris, if you're making that kind of money, why would you keep your job? Well, there's a trick to that, and I'll get to that in a moment. Most people, the reason why they'll never jump into full-time entrepreneurship is because they're just too afraid, right? Mm -hmm. That's just too much. Too yeah, much yeah, change. to be real, right? right. Mm -hmm. But to build a side business, you could definitely do that because that's just a step in, uh, into full-time entrepreneurship, right? So I got my first check. I was super excited. And I was like, wait a second. So how do we keep doing this? How do we mm -hmm. build? How do I teach other people how to do this, right? What else has to happen? So I go on. And what I realize is this. I'm starting to show up a whole lot more differently at my job. Here's a perfect example. I realized how much time I was wasting at work and I stopped. <laughs> right. So so I would, you know, if I'm at the office, right, I, you know, got my phone, I'm, you know, doing whatever, right? On my phone, right? The time in between, right? Between mm -hmm. meetings or breaks and all that, right? You realize, you start realizing just how much wasted time that you're spending here, social media, thumb flicking, mm -hmm. emojis and everything else, right? Or how much time is wasted sitting in meetings? Right, right. That add absolutely no value to what you actually do for your corporation or your mm -hmm. daily job, right? So I just started recognizing because outside of the job, I had to put in time. I didn't just work nine to five. I worked six to 11, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm, On my side mm -hmm. business. Right. So but because I was willing to do that, I started picking up these small intangibles going, wait a minute, I can't waste time. I got to build a side business and go pick up my boys from lacrosse and make sure that they're fed and make sure that they get in the bed and make sure that I take time for my wife and serve her and make sure that she's good. Like I had to literally figure these things out. And as a result, what happened when I would show up to work, I didn't waste a lot of time anymore. I started asking harder questions of my leaders. And I got a little bit more confident because I realized, wait a second, if I can do my job here in my day job more efficiently by leveraging mm -hmm. some of these intangible skills I'm getting outside of this job, I can probably reduce my time that I'm just sitting here and wasting it. Now I can be more effective and efficient at the same time. That's the power of building a side business that a lot of people do not understand. You will learn some things that you had no clue about once you start building a successful side business. Oh man. What you just said heat on so many points and I can relate because of course, you know, I used to be that guy, right? I used to be there okay. trying to wondering, yo, 
I'm out of the right place, right? Mm-hmm. When I used to work in corporate America until, you know, I was able to go on my own and, you know, uh, full-time entrepreneur. And I'm grateful today, you know, to be an employer of others, right? But what you're saying, man, I will tell you that most people are stuck at, at that place. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, the fear of actually just jumping into it. Yeah. Even as a side gig. Mm-hmm. Even as a side gig. Because you have that quote unquote security at your job. And oh, yeah. your paycheck, you have most things already calculated on your paycheck. So the extra that you have is not really quote unquote an extra. So now you're like, okay, yeah, it's great what you're saying, but in order for me to start anything on the side, that means I'm going to have to either save money and spend that money that I've saved without knowing if it's going to work. Yeah. Now, here you come telling me, okay, (laughs) you need to think about doing something like that because in reality... Is a mechanism to 10x your same 24 hours, the same time you have, right? Those are the notes I'm taking, right? The same time you have in, in, in 24 hours. That's how you can 10x that, still being somewhere else and build wealth because that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Building yeah. wealth without letting go of what you call your security. Yeah. And now, yeah, now now my question to you, though, will be, okay, what exactly am I supposed to do as a job, right? Like, come on, man, there's too much out there. How do you decide this is what I should invest in? Yeah, Um, here's how you decide. A lot of people make this way more complicated than it has to be. There's two ways to look at this. One you already are leveraging skills at your day job that are worth. This is the way I tell people to calculate what they're worth in the marketplace. Take your monthly income and multiply it by three. That's what you could be getting paid in the marketplace right now. I don't care what your income is, whatever your job pays you. If you multiply it by three, that's what you could be getting paid. Now, here's the reason why we get afraid. We get afraid because we've already told ourselves a story about how it's going to go, right? Mm. We've made a lot of assumptions and we're leveraging a lot of other people's failures as reasons to stay put. But but here, here's, here's the thing that I have found. Your money is already being leveraged more than you know way more than you know let's talk about it yeah so let's say you make sixty thousand dollars at your job right now right let's say for the year that's what you make well irs you're probably gonna pay about 23 to 25 percent of that in taxes you already see it every month when you get checked right mm-hmm. then let's talk about the daily life expenses we haven't even calculated interruptions in life. The cars need tires, the water heater breaks, the right, just stuff, right? Kids, trips, this, school needs to pay for this. Oh yeah, this sport costs a thousand dollars, uh, whatever, right? Like, so you started thinking about all of this daily life stuff. And if we can be completely honest, JP, every single day, millions of us here in America and billions around the world wake up, rush out of the house and get in a car only to increase their financial stress as they arrive to their job door. Why? Because if this one source of income leaves me right now, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize stress is somewhat internally induced in the way we think about things because we're we're assuming a future that hasn't happened yet. Right. And two, from poor planning. If you don't plan well, you will remain 
highly stressed out. And here's the other problem. Because we have such a consumer-driven society, we don't want to let go of our consumer comforts long enough to build a business that would allow us to have what we want to consume anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that that mental game of one, giving my this is this is what I would tell people. These are three steps I would tell people. First, give yourself permission to even thinking about what you could potentially do outside of your day job right now. Just give yourself permission. Think about it. Have fun with it. Write down a couple of ideas. Look around your local city and see what other types of small like small businesses. Would you want to own a dry cleaners like the one you drop your clothes off to? Right. Would you want to own a barbershop? Would you like to like, but just give yourself permission. That's number one. Number two is some things don't require a whole lot of initial investment capital. Right. Do you realize there are millionaires building businesses all online with absolutely no overhead? Mm -hmm. And they literally are taking the skills that they have at their day job and applying them to the marketplace and getting paid generously for it so that's the second thing the third thing is you gotta give yourself some grace and realize you're not gonna be perfect out of the gate you weren't perfect when you got your first job you're comfortable now because you found a seat that you'll just sit in and we think i'm just gonna ride this into retirement newsflash Retirement ain't all what it seems. Sure ain't. <laughs> it's it's Say not that again, right? And, mm -hmm. and so, I heard this quote uh, 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 this weekend, and I thought it was great. Here's the problem: everybody knows something's going to change. Life is going to change for all of us. Mm -hmm. Change is automatic, but progress is not. So the problem becomes: if I'm working my day job every single day the way I was, and I mean I'm working. 60 70 hours i'm traveling everywhere i'm doing everything that the job is telling me you forget it's a number game to the business it's not personal when they lay you off it's not it's none of that it's business and it's numbers and if we think that well they'll just keep me forever they won't and i'm not here to like poo poo jobs and careers trust me i loved what i did i was an executive coach absolutely loved what i did but the thing that i also realized finally and i'm glad i did at the time that i did was chris this right here is a chapter in your career it is not a long run-on sentence and unfortunately we get into one role and make it a long run-on sentence when your career should be multiple chapters right you're in the chapter right now of the the content creation university right mm -hmm, this is a mm -hmm. chapter in what you built you, part, part of one of the few sentences in the paragraphs is you just opened up your building right mm -hmm. but you know things are going to change oh yeah right everything is not going to be the same all the time and so as employees the issue is we like being told what to do every day success is a thinking man's game when you start saying i'm gonna build a business guess what i'm forcing you to do have to think you can't just show up and not think jp didn't build what he built because oh somebody else told him what to do no he literally had to think strategically about every single move that he's done true that. everyone mm -hmm. has to think about what am i going to do with the money i got right now what happens in the middle of this pandemic when I can't do one to pick and pick something, right? How do I pivot? Having the, the emotional resolve to continue and to move forward. That is, that's why success is a thinking man's game. It's a thinking woman's game. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So is he. Mm -hmm. Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. It doesn't say sit on my butt and somebody tell me how to grow rich. <laughs> It doesn't yes. say Netflix and chill and grow rich. It doesn't say Saturday, every single Saturday of my life with my friends hanging out and grow rich. That's not how it happens. You literally have to think you got to turn on your brain. And most people are afraid of that only because 
I might actually have to wake up and be aware that maybe I'm in a desperate situation and I don't like that feeling. So every weekend I forget where I actually am by TV, movies, parties, and whatever else. And for a few of us who realize that, you know what? Yeah, I'm happy about a job. I'm glad I got one. But I won't allow myself to fall victim to disrupting my entire family, right? As a man, you understand what it means. There's You want to see a man in a lion's you know, moment? Take away his ability to provide for his family. Watch how he turns out. Right. So for everyone, I teach people the mental game of building a side business and then the and then the how of doing that, because a lot of it is up here. And you've got to be willing to turn on your brain when you leave your job, because for many of us, it's not really thinking it's spreadsheets, meetings, presentations, rework and redundancy. That's the five pieces of most people's job. Yo, folks, I hope you're taking note because this is it. This is what literally the 1% does, right? This is what the 1% does. Whoever holds the key to actually thinking, strategizing, writing the plan down, writing the vision down, implementing things, walking within a certain uh, strategy, foundational things, and seeing things blossom, that person holds the key to success. And that's literally what Chris is talking about. What? You guys know this show right here is all about how we can grow our, our business, leveraging content creation, because we understand we're living in a content creator, creator's economy today, Right? The world now is all about creating content. Mm -hmm. But this, these are the principles in order to be successful because somebody might say, well, it's quote unquote saturated. How can I start anything leveraging content creation? Well, guess what? You, you listen to what Chris is talking about. It's not about, oh, copying and pasting somebody else. It's about actually picking a niche and understanding what you're doing and being willing to get the help that's needed. Yeah. Right. 100%. Understanding that you can't just do it alone before you started driving. You had to learn, understand that. I don't know how to drive. I had to actually go to driving class or something in order for me to do it. But the issue takeaway right now is from Chris is the issue or one of the issues my be dad. We're probably a little too comfortable where we're at. Mm -hmm. Even though where we're at it, it, it's not eternal. And no way. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you've been working for the same company for 30 years. You cannot work for one company forever. It's impossible. And you never know when they're gonna pull the rug up from underneath your feet. Yeah, here's something else I'll say to that JP. Here's the other thing I think about as well. Your money is capped, your earning potential is capped for the rest of your life as long as you sit in that one role. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't even care if they're paying you $300,000 a year. Some people think that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Remember, <laughs> at a certain point, after $150,000, you're almost taxed at a 40% clip. Yep. So you got to realize that it's it's not this, well, I'm, I'm in a good job. I'm, I'm going to just work here. And eventually, I'm going to have the eventual you think is going to happen won't happen as fast as you think it'll happen. Because guess what? That manager, that boss, them upper people ain't thinking about your name. They're thinking about whatever the problems and the things are of their role. Because here's a secret. This is something I learned in coaching a bunch of executives. They're just as afraid of losing a job as you are. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. That is exactly what I was going to mention. I was going to say the feeling that I had when I used to work in corporate America. Yes, I had a good, a good position. 
But here's the reality that most of us in corporate America or at our job place we don't talk about is every day is a battle to what? Maintain it. Mm-hmm. A new hire, oh man, this new hire is really shining. I got to do something. I need to do X, Y, and Z to make sure that I'm still good year out. That's what, I mean, that's the feeling. Yeah. Impress your boss and do something that's going to, you feel like you really, yeah, you've secured it. You're still good for another year. Or there's other people who do the opposite, JP. They love command and control, so they mm. try to tamp down the talent that just walked in or the person that's trying to learn from them. So they don't give them the time. They don't give them the space. They they won't say their name, even though they're the one that worked on the presentation the last week. You'll never hear their name called because I'm the person that's in front and I'm going to give the presentation and I'm going to be the one that shines. We all feel it. I don't care if you are executive Mm -hmm. vice president Mm -hmm. on down to the guy that just got the job yesterday. Everybody. And here's here's the other part with all these. A lot of executives, they their their biggest thing is imposter syndrome. Right. Right. They don't want people feeling like they don't deserve this role or they don't know what they're doing. So what do they do? They put all of the onus and the responsibility on everyone that reports to them. You better have this. I need this by this deadline, right? And it becomes this game because here's what we don't do at work. We're not self-aware enough to say, you know what? I know I got flaws, but I'm still valuable and worthy. And number two, we won't help somebody when we see that they're struggling and say, hey, how can we work together so that you can grow out of this situation or become better? Unfortunately, in a lot of corporate America, it's... uh, Everyone out for themselves. Right now, post the pandemic, mm-hmm. one word, survival. Everybody's surviving again. in there. Everybody's surviving yep. in their corner office. Everybody's surviving. Why? Because, to your point, if I don't show that I add value still and start eating up all of the little deliverables so that at my end of the year, you know, uh, NBI, uh, you know, I can say, hey, look at all the things I did right? Then you're you're fearful. And all I'm saying is this. One of the greatest things that ever happened to me by building a side business was I was able to start showing up with less financial stress Mm -hmm. and I literally just come to work and just do my job. Yep. That's the part that I want for every single person. There's a lady and I'll give you a perfect example. There's a woman who did exactly what I'm talking about. She's a teacher. Get this. This teacher's in Atlanta, Georgia. What she did is very simple that all of us can do. If you're in the teaching community, you can literally do this. She went and did Teach for America. She went overseas for a few years, did her immersion in Spanish, loved Spanish. She came back to the United States. Well, guess what? She teach, She taught in lower tier schools. They like to call them Title I schools, right? Well, guess what? As she's trying to teach her Spanish children, uh, te- kids, she recognizes an opportunity and says, wait a second, my children aren't doing that well, but it's not because they don't want to. It's because they don't get the reinforcement of what I'm teaching here at home. So you know what she did? She just started teaching the parents with the children at the same time. Uh-oh. Now she developed a program behind it. Then parents wanted to start paying for that program. Then she took her teaching abilities and creative elements and ways that she does things for middle school children and built an entire program. This woman makes millions. And guess what? She still shows up to that job every day. But now (laughs) she goes to work differently. Why? Because I don't have to worry about the stress of whether or not I have enough money to last me a month. Mm-hmm. I can come in here and authentically be myself. Ain't that what everybody wants at some point? When you build a side business, especially the way, and I got tons of stories like that, man. When you build a side business that way, trust me, you're going to show up to work different. When I got that first check, I was, 
I opened it in the elevator on my way to a 9 a.m. JP. <laughs> when I sat down in that office, I was a totally different brother. I went to work different from that day on. Just like this said, man. Listen, folks, there's a difference between wanting to be the, uh, to be there and needing to be there. There you go. It's a different feeling. It's a different world. And now you know that you're there because you want to be there, not because you need to be there. And by different way, feeling. Man, I can't believe it. <laughs> go I'm ahead. Breaking news. I'm going to get some breaking news right now. Your company is a lot more open to you having a side business than most people are let on right now. I got something cooking that I cannot wait to announce. But just know some companies out here are really actually going, you know what? The world changed over two years ago. And now I know that we can't have all of those people back together at once anymore like, mm -hmm. it, like it was. We, we, we took all of the cash reserves and dumped them into technology because people couldn't be in the office. And guess what? We actually like it. So do you think there's going to be more people back in the office or less? Because technology oh, now is driving a lot of those processes and systems. So there's a lot of companies. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you what I know. They are open to people building a side business again long as obviously the basics are in you're not competing with their product or service right. or things of that nature right like but you can have something on the side that is paying you well enough that you don't have to go to work stressing every day right you can have the life that you want my wife and i travel several times a year because we can right and that and that gives us the ability to show up great for people right and not wonder if I have a or can I take time off? No, it's we just go because we we want to. And here's the other part that I, I want to mention about this, because your money is capped by that one role. The one thing I will have to say. You won't know what it's like. I want like there's some I, my wife and I have a personal mission statement to rescue people from desperate lives. JP, that's our personal mission statement. To mm -hmm. rescue people from desperate lives. And some people think, oh, you mean the homeless? Oh, you mean a no. I know people who are sitting in a cubicle and they're desperate. They're literally sitting there going, I can't lose this job. So you know what? I'm sorry, son. I know you got that uh, recital on Friday night. And I know I've been saying for the last couple of months I was coming, but the job need me. I got to be there. Honey, I know I've been telling you for two months now. I'm going to take you out to dinner. I can't. I got to get this project done. See, we we forget. My, my, my pastor said something one time, and it, I'll never forget this. This was several years ago. He said, Chris, relationships don't end in a big bang. They started to end in a slow drip like a plumbing problem. Mm. The reason why the water main broke was because you wasn't paying attention to that tapping noise and that little bit of puddle of water that kept dripping mm -hmm. year after year, day after day, month after month, minute after minute. And then all of a sudden it broke. And now you worried about what happened. It's like, no, well, you could have took care of that when you saw it. Right. You should have started that side business five years ago. Mm hmm. So that you could have the money for counseling, you could have the money for trips, you could have the money for getaways, you could have the money for the car parts, you could have the money, right? Like you would have what you need, but a lot of us wait until something happens and then we react to life. People start a side business, they're proactive. They're proactive. Now let's be real. Now let's be real, family. Let's be real. This doesn't mean when you decide to start a side business, things are going to be easy for you just because Excellent. you started. This is not... <laughs> What Chris is saying, mm. but he's telling you how your life could drastically change because you've decided to actually embrace it, give it a chance and incorporate that into your lifestyle so that you're able to 10x your revenue. Yeah. Regardless of how much you're getting paid. There's you know always more to be. I saw a stat about that. It says that here in America, the average family cannot afford a $400 mistake in a month. Yeah. So you I mean to tell too. me, mm -hmm. so you mean to tell me I can't come up with a way to build a side business that if all it did was pay me an additional $400 a month, 
Everybody can. Everybody, Everybody can. can. I don't care who you are. Everybody can. I don't care if it's a lemonade stand to an mm -hmm. ice cream shop to an online software. You can come up with something that would pay you that $400 a month. And imagine this. What if most people worry about JP? What if it goes wrong? You know what I always say to people? What if it's <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. What if it? What if you're making an extra $200, $300 a month? every month and you don't need it right now, but you just keep stashing it or reinvesting into your business. What if you just kept doing that? And then all of a sudden that two, 300 turns into five or 600, turns into 1100, turns into 1700, turns into 3000. Imagine if your side business started paying all of your household bills a month. And here's the scoop though. In time, it will. It will. If you it keep will. if you keep at it, it will. Most Literally. of us have a microwave mentality. Mm -hmm. So we think if it doesn't work on the first, put it this way. I, I found the number one reason we stop when we start. Because somebody told us no the first time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because your mama said, I'm not supporting you. <laughs> because your 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 favorite cousin decided they weren't gonna support you. And you and this is what I tell people. I would never put my financial future in the words of a no. Because my bigger yes is way more important. You know, a lot of people are going to tell me no. They're going to tell you no so many times. You're going to hear no, but you don't need a lot of no. You don't need a lot of yeses. You only need a few of them. But you're going to go through a lot of no's. And guess what? That gives you the resolve. That gives you the, it makes it sweeter when somebody says yes, because you realize I pushed through. I was telling this to a group one day, and I said, here's the way I want you to think about it. What if right now the thing that you started was going to make you an extra $10,000 a month at some point, at some point, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. $10,000 a month. How many no's would you be willing to go through to get that? There you go. How many? Is there a number? Right? Like, there's not a number for anybody. Why? Because the goal is so important that you know what? I don't care how many no's it takes me. If I'm getting them, that means I'm getting one step closer to that to that moment, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so some people go, well, well, Chris, you know, I, I don't know. That's not a, you know, money doesn't motivate me. Fine. I'm <laughs> glad that money doesn't motivate you. Here's what I will tell you. Whatever does motivate you, having the money will allow you to do whatever motivates you. So you need to be very diligent and open and honest with yourself enough to say, you know what? I do need to go out here and figure out how I can build me a successful side business because Maybe money doesn't motivate you, but money will sure help you solve the problem of the thing that does motivate you. Money will put you a lot closer to doing the thing that does motivate you more frequently. And here's the reverse of that question. If money doesn't motivate you, why aren't you doing the thing more often that money that doesn't that actually motivates you? It's because you don't have the money to. <laughs> yo, now. man, we've got to the end of the show. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm looking at the time like, yo, this is so good. But hey, again, that's why he is so good at what he does, family. Right. This this show. I mean, we've had a pick of 75 people join in to listen fantastic family well before we we ask him how to connect with him and and continue the conversation let's take a breather with this ad we'll be right back stay with me family
can't believe we've gotten to the end of the show, man. Fantastic conversation. I, I don't want this to end, but yeah, we got to be respectful of your time. So, I mean, the jams kept dropping back to back, folks. I'm going yeah, back. I'm I hitting the replay. Conversation. I got time, brother. I'm just getting off the road. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm okay with going over. Awesome, man. I pre- appreciate you so much, folks. Hey, you got to connect with him. You got to connect with him if you want more. Like he said, he coaches people on how to do this. And it is important to understand when you need help. I was literally having this conversation the other day. And I was sharing that the difference between somebody that's succeeding in business or side business and somebody that's failing is the mindset. The person that is succeeding didn't start expecting to succeed. He started knowing it will take him X amount of time in order to start getting his return on investment. He gave his business maybe three years knowing that within that time, that's good enough time for me to actually start seeing a return on my investment. Not three months I need to start making money in six months, quit my nine to five and go full time. It never happens like that. But if you're patient, if you give it the right time and if you wire the seed, regardless whether you believe it or not, it will grow and it will pay you back. Man, what are the places and spaces? Don't don't start a side business when you're desperate. Mm -hmm. Start it while you're at the top of your game of your job. Mm. Start it right then. Because um, I've heard so many times, you know, people will tell me, well, I tried it before and it didn't work. And then when you really dig into it, there's three reasons why they say there's typical reasons why there's all types of reasons. Somebody say, well, it didn't work because I didn't have enough time. People didn't buy from me or, you know, my job was busy or this got in the way or whatever. Here's the real reasons why it typically doesn't work. And you just touched on one of them. One of them, you don't give it enough time to work. A a real business is like an organism. It's growing. Mm -hmm. And you're growing along with it. One of the things my business coach says to me all the time, Chris, whatever skill you're working on, whatever leadership development piece you're working on is working in you first, and then it will show up on the outside. It's Mm -hmm. like when you plant a seed. If you mad that in 30 minutes, nothing popped up out of the (laughs) ground, you are missing what nature does, Mm -hmm. right? As you learn, right, it's working in you first. Then it will show up on the outside, right? But that's one of the reasons why. The other second reason that it doesn't work for people is because most people are just not coachable. Right. They're not. Their ego is protecting their flaws. Mm -hmm. You got to stop letting your ego protect your flaws. Because this is the part that most people don't understand, JP. The longer you do it. You don't understand. I did a post about this the other day. If we understood just how much money our ego has kept us from making. Boy, if you woke up every morning to a ticker on your phone and it showed you just how much money you've missed out on in your lifetime because you wouldn't go listen to that person, go attend that training, wouldn't go take that course, wouldn't go listen to somebody who's already making money. Right. Mm -hmm. If we had a ticker on our phone that every morning we woke up along with that alarm, it showed us how much money we missed out on. Oh, we would we we would lose it because we were like, man, had I listened sooner, had I just done what they told me, had I just had I just gotten out of my own way. Right. Stop letting your ego protect your flaws. It is serving you no good. Like, honestly, none. We all have it. That's why I have a business coach. So I have a coach. That's why I can talk with authority about what I know, because my coach helps me. I implement it works. And then I just go show other people. Right. I believe in the art of duplication. I but I also know this bad things duplicate, too. Mm hmm. Just as well as good stuff duplicates. Right. Mm -hmm. So. So, you know, it to what you were saying, I just wanted to mention that because. Man, there's so many times we'll say why something didn't work. And it's like, yo, your baby didn't come out the womb speaking and driving a car and working (laughs) a nine to five job. That took time, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Like we got to give that's that's the same thing with a business. Don't build it out of desperation. Build it while you're on the top. While right now, while you're comfortable. If you're comfortable mm. right now at your job, go. It's time to build a side business. There you go. It's the best time to do it. So you don't have to worry about the the change or uh, the return on, on on the money you put it in. You do it. You just let it breathe a little bit. Let it learn how to crawl, walk, then run. And then you mm-hmm. see uh, when it start driving and dropping stuff. Man, how can we connect with you, man? Uh, what do you man. do? You talk about coaching and all of that. How can people yeah. that want to work with you work with you? Give us all the gems, man. Absolutely. So um, I actually have a challenge. I do a five-day challenge called The Side Business Challenge, where I help people uh, understand the mindset We actually dive into a lot of my training about how we help you get there. The other cool part about this training is we dive into some of the parts that most people won't talk to you about. How do you leverage those skills to show up better in your job? I actually show you some tips and tricks of the trade of how to reduce your meeting meeting calendar by 34% right now. We talk about that in the challenge so that you have freed up time to do the other things that you need to do. I show you some of the psychology behind it, the ways you start to be able to take that next step. It's a five-day challenge, one hour a day. That's it. All I need is an hour to literally help you transform your life. Go to thesidebusinesschallenge.com, thesidebusinesschallenge.com. Go register now. I got my next challenge coming up in June. You do not want to miss it. I have a VIP experience of that challenge. Not only do you get to attend the one-hour training, but you get a previous additional hour with me. That's right. In that additional hour, we get on before everybody else, and you get to ask me questions. Oh, yeah, we spent an entire hour. You can pepper me as many questions as you want to, and we're able to share. For uh, That's $197 as a ticket. It ain't that expensive. The $97 general admission ticket is really simple. You get to be there every single day. We got a Facebook group. You'll be able to get the notes. And, man, it's a great, great time, but it's one hour a day. Give yourself permission to invest in yourself for one hour a day, and let's just see if what I'm talking about is crazy or can you implement what I'm saying from day one the side business challenge.com you can also find me on ig the christopher williams pretty simple <laughs> the christopher williams is where you can find me and then on youtube you can type in the words t w a c the world according to chris you type that in you'll be able to find me there i'm dropping information i'm always giving out shareable content things that you can leverage um, i even have a video on there right now called multiple streams of income is a lie you need to go watch that before you jump into my challenge. Because I teach you some things that the big companies do it. How in the world is Apple making a trillion dollars, three trillion dollars a year? Of, and what's what can you take from that in order to create a side business? I teach you that in that video. Why is it that some of these companies continue to make more money? Why is it they build things? Go watch that video, man. You'll learn a whole lot about different things. So again, man, those are the different ways that you can find me. But I want to see you in that. And then also, I got a book coming out. I'm super Ooh. excited. I wrote my book with my business coach. Now, my business coach coaches millions of people. He's $200,000 just to get in a room with this guy. Um, and I'm blessed to be uh, a part of within his coaching program. And guess what? We wrote a book together. It's called <laughs> From Side Hustle to Side Business. How to take any product or service and turn it into stories, success, and sales. That book you can pre-order right now. Jump into the webinar. You can go to from side hustle to sidebusiness.com. Man, I you know I'm super excited about this book. It's my first book I ever wrote, and I'm so glad I waited until I had even more information to be able to share. And so you can pre-order the book now and hop into a, a webinar I'm going to be doing where I'm going to be sharing stuff that didn't even make it into the book, exclusively for those who pre-order. So, man, I'm just I'm just excited, man. I got a lot of stuff that I'm ready to give to the world, and I'm I'm out here to give it, man. I just want to serve people at my highest level. Man, you heard the podcast. You watched it. If you watched it, you heard the stuff, everything he had to say. And you know that the side business challenge.com, if you truly want to grow in business, is a challenge you got to take, man. You got you to give yourself a chance to really elevate and see what the one hour a day, five days only, if that's truly what it is. If it's true to what it is or not. And we had him today for an hour. There you go, man. There you go. The value is there. No questions asked, family. I repeat, the side 
www.thebusinesschallenge.com. Chris, thank you so much. We appreciate you. This was a phenomenal show. Uh, looking forward to having you again on a panel discussion because, man, you are a man on fire and a man on a mission. And uh, we want to partake of that blessing. Uh, blessings to you. Looking forward to seeing you do and achieve the unimaginable, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, Please absolutely. stay on the side. Don't leave, man. Don't leave as I close with my team here. We'll be right back with you. Family, you see, this show was jam-packed like I promised. Chris is a phenomenal man. I repeat, his challenge is something that I highly encourage you to take. If you appreciate this show, well, imagine what you can get. Um, and if you like this video, this content we discussed today, well, go ahead and smack the subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. Every single week or other week, we do have this uh, show that airs here live. Every single time we have a different guest and we're all about empowering you to get the tools you need to grow your business, leveraging content creation. So I'll see you again next time for another video. You be safe. Like I always say, shalom. See you next time.